3: This goes out to you, coronavirus. Looking at my own reflection When suddenly it changes Violently it changes (laughs) What? There is no turning back Now you've woken up The demon (laughs) Let me Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, come on, get down (laughs) with the sickness. Open up your hate and let it flow into me. I've been singing this song a
4: lot. Now, now, was that
5: appropriate?
3: is that I, appropriate I, i'm trying I'm, to get
4: rid of it i
5: want it to be gone i'm gonna be honest with you i have been very <laughs> stressed out over the last few days and uh that made me smile right. truly down to my core jackie sometimes so. we have
4: to smile i hate to jump right into stories but uh, well, Weird Al Yankovic's not going to allow you to do that because he that's what I thought she was going to say to do my Corona parody of my Sharona. I mean, it is a bit obvious. He takes
5: the high road, man. Yeah, take
4: the high road. It's too <laughs> serious of a threat. Also,
3: I think it is good. I appreciate the fact that he even was like, "No, I'm not going to do that." And I was going to rewrite the lyrics to it. I was like, "Well, you know." Weird Al's not gonna do it This is a very As I'm getting more And more terrified Of the situation You know this really Isn't the time to make Jokes about it So at least Why don't I put my Hate into it The way Disturb Wants us to Yeah exactly
4: I don't think they were uh, Singing about a Happy situation when they were singing Down with the Sickness.
3: No, I don't think that they were. Welcome to page seven, guys. I'm Jackie Zabrowski, and currently I am virus-free.
4: I am Holden McNeely. Name your status. I am Holden McNeely. I am virus-free. Uh, patient number zero four seven. <laughs> hashtag, pound sign, which is the same thing, four, two three and there's a niner pets. in there oh
3: god don't give out your number because people are gonna <laughs> replicate it and they're going to be your personality and that's how they're gonna get into the quarantine zone i
4: am a clone of myself i am quarantined <laughs> right now at home my name oh, is God. Holden 2, and I am here to be funny to you both.
5: <laughs> yeah, last week we discussed AI and influencers, and now this week we got to make it happen. Why did
4: the chicken cross the road? Pull the trigger. The chicken crossed the road in order to get to the other side of it before his body explode upon impact from a car.
5: Oh, God, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Molly Neffel and uh, there's at least two good pop culture memes that are coming out of this, which is the songs that you should sing while washing your hands. I guess it's one. Yes, happy one birthday twice, meme. right? Uh, but also uh, the refrain to good as hell. Uh, uh we'll we'll do it. There's a couple of other ones. Uh, um, of course
4: you can do uh Lil Peep uh, as well. Th- I know I've been doing that. One there's <laughs> a
5: good So there's two. There's there was a uh I think it was the WeWork Work bathroom had a list of uh, in the bathroom of songs you can sing that take 20 seconds, but there's also the meme of like the hand washing chart and then the lyrics are distributed throughout. And my favorite is the Mountain Goat song this year which is oh, like I so love like, that song. I broke free on a Saturday morning <laughs> oh, and I love it all One. Through the different steps, and so and of that- course, little peep,
4: baby, I can make you rich. Baby, I can make you that. Molly, baby, I can make you this. Baby, I can make you out, but you ain't not coming back. I'm sorry. We watched
3: the Lil Peep documentary, Everybody's (laughs) Everything, and
5: so Holden is now obsessed with Lil Peep. Yeah, I'm
4: weirdly obsessed with the guy with face tattoos that sings about being a sad boy. I'm sad. Raps about, rather.
5: I'm a week behind you guys in talking TV. Maybe I'm two weeks behind uh, because I was going to ask if we could just cancel everything today and just talk about Love is Blind, but I know you guys already covered it.
4: Have you, how far have you seen the talk back, the reunion? Oh, no, I'm still in.
5: I We're still ahead
4: of you on that, though. So, every we, we still have the knowledge.
5: Yeah, so you can't talk. To, you know, I'll give pretend. you a Love is Blind
3: corner. You want to rant for yeah, a couple minutes? rant for a couple minutes. Right now?
4: Give it to us. What Get, Molly's it, get, thoughts. A, get
5: it out of your system. Yeah, I what mean, are your thoughts? I, it's just so, everything <laughs> is terrible and this is so wonderful. It's really, what my friend said is like, this is the perfect television for our collective descent into madness. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is going to absolute dog shit in this country, and this light. Like, everything is bad. And last night I just watched Love is Blind and I just felt yeah. so so safe and yeah. so good yes. it's it's the it channels everything that was good about the earliest and shittiest of reality television it's obviously completely fucking awful and insane but it's so uh, fun, Uh, and it just makes me so happy, and I just want to, like, my friend is watching, it. he came over over the weekend to see the kids, and we just got into, like, an extremely excited, vigorous conversation about uh, whatever's going on with Carlton and Diamond, and so yes. it's just, like, I feel so happy to have something like this in my life, so I really just <laughs> want to thank you guys.
4: What do you think what about I mean. Jessica, who we call Mean Girls?
5: Ooh, Jessica, I'm gonna be honest with you, my, Jessica had me thinking, do I look like a worked 34 the way that Jessica looks like a worked 34. And I know that that is extremely catty of me to say, but I am Jessica's age and I just, she's trying. It's not that being 34 is bad. No, it's the trying. It's the trying to look 25. Yes. And, and and it's rough. And so she makes me feel very, self-conscious about being a fellow 34 year old you know what it
3: is I think it's that she's dehydrated I think she needs uh, to drink more
4: water drink more she's water a, yeah s- t- yeah. Get, switch out the wine girl drink a little <laughs> oh more my water God. instead
5: that scene where she pours herself the world's largest glass <laughs> of wine and she's like he's a fuck boy <laughs>
3: It is I she can put it away. And I will yeah, say I would she is I know that person very much <laughs> oh, of yeah. like when you're like, I love hanging out with you, I love getting drunk with you, but then there's that one drink that tips you over the yeah. edge <laughs> and then I really don't want to be around you anymore. And you'll see that more and more as the and it was episodes so funny. go on.
4: S- spoiler, in the talk back, she gets a little bit called out and at one point she's just like, That's not fair. I was served whiskey that night. I was served whiskey that night, so I think that that's really important. It's like you've been slamming it down, ladies. Yeah, it's also like, you're
5: thirty-four, you should know how to drink. Like yeah. Yes.
4: And, and if you yes. can't drink whiskey, don't drink it. Yeah. If that oh, if are you in a volatile situation where you're like surrounded by all this drama and craziness? Yeah, that's the time to slam down some whiskey if but you know you got a weird problem with it. There are it.
5: so many things to talk about with Jessica, but her sex baby voice. Mm. Oh, hey and what are you talking uh, about, Molly? Uh, and, and how are you feeling since yesterday? I know you guys are like leagues beyond right. the pods, but in the pods, she turns on this sex baby voice and then right. she turns it off because it turns out she's not attracted to the person who she Mm -hmm. uh, ends up with. But her her sex baby voice is really making me very, very, very uncomfortable. Yeah, it is
4: interesting what some people think might be sexual to other people, (laughs) and then it's sort of just not on the radar, on the map. It's almost like no one ever communicated (laughs) with her in a, in a way to be like, this is actually what you could do to be fun and sexy. And this is sort yes. of a scary baby voice that you're doing. Yeah. I
3: will say, I do, I, I'm i <laughs> such a sucker for a reality show that's just like, you know what? Get them really drunk. Yeah. I know that that's lots of reality shows. That's semi. So but many. I do like it when it's like, these are, they're not 21 year olds. Most of them are at least older. So they, usually know how to drink by then or choo- they know how to drink and they choose to not listen to that and I think that it's fun when someone that knows how to drink chooses not to listen to it because we do that every once in a while, when it's like you really throw it away and you get really drunk again you're just like I know this me this me was me for 10 years straight but now I'm just visiting this me so I'm gonna <laughs> get
4: extra crazy <laughs> yes. I will say you know I think I want to we, we need to up the ante we've had enough of people just getting hit hammered On reality TV, mushrooms.
3: Let's get yeah. some yeah, but mushrooms we saw that in there. On the goop reality, or the <laughs> goop show. And that was just upsetting because it was people crying about their
5: fathers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I want to see more of that, but in a love contest. I mean, the thing is, the camera's right there. The other, that's the other thing with Jessica being like, I would serve whiskey. It's like, listen, I have embarrassed myself with whiskey too many times to count, but I try to not do it if I know I'm going to be in front of a camera crew, yep. you know, because you, you gotta keep your wits about you a little bit if you know that this is going to be put into a television show. Of
4: course, show. Molly's nickname in college, Molly Shenanigans, <laughs> which was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Get a little Molly's whiskey always in she turns into, shenanigans. into Shenanigans. I feel like yeah. if you
5: take mushrooms <laughs> and you're surrounded by a reality show yeah, television you crew, out. you're gonna absolutely flip out. But then
4: out. you take them into this cult, right? And It's very floral and beautiful. And there's like a wood hut, and no one knows why it's there, right? And then there's this big stone, and they have to jump off the stone. I'm, t- I'm talking about midsummer. making it a midsummer reference, right? At- <laughs> midsummer. You, you saw the
3: movie.
4: You saw the movie. Um,
3: I was thinking about no, I was just
4: thinking about again
3: because apparently also Gigi, Gigi and Damien. So we talked about this a little bit on Talking TV that the way that they got cast in Love Is Blind is by getting catfished. Online And also, apparently, Gigi did. So I knew Damien did because he was talking to a girl on Tinder. And she's like, hey, let's move this conversation over to my Instagram. And he's like, okay. So he goes on Instagram and she's like, actually... I'm not this person, I am a casting director for this reality show called Love is Blind. And what? I want you to come right? be on it. What? And apparently Gigi, it was the same thing, that it was something in her DMs, apparently she was drunk and hanging out with friends and it was like somebody slid in her DMs and was like, hey, you're really pretty. Um, like, would you ever, like, do you ever wanna like find your true love? And she was just talking about how she couldn't find anybody to date and she was so over the dating scene. And she saw it and she was like, oh my God, this is like a kismet. This is just exactly what I, I, I needed in my life. And it would, turned out to be a casting director for Love is Blonde. And that Whoa. led to her
4: falling in love with a talking, walking, two-by-four plank of wood. <laughs> so it really is kind of amazing that love is real. Like, how forgettable are those guys, though? All Honestly. of the
5: guys are not handsome. Not they, one. They're
4: all, And they're all literally two-dimensional. Like not even just personality wise, like literally you don't you cannot see a if you look around them you don't see yeah anything. they're
5: they're the size they're of flat. Flat, yeah. They're yes. just, just flat. flat they are so flat and several <laughs> of the women are very I think almost all of the women Jessica being the main exception the big exception <laughs> and Amber being the other big although Amber is hot she's crazy Amber's but she's hot. hot but the, all the women are very very pretty yes and, and the and men have. A modicum of personality. Even Definitely. say what you
4: will about Jessica. She's splashy. She's, she, splashy. she stands <laughs> she's out splashy. from she's the she's pack. She's your
5: funky friend. Yeah, she's your
4: funky <laughs> friend. Whereas every guy is like, they sound the
5: same. They they're, look the same. They're all regional brand managers. Yeah. You know, yes. No offense to people yes. who are regional brand managers. but oh, Cameron
3: is a scientist of vague abilities. <laughs> oh my
5: God, Cameron is going to kill somebody in their sleep. Cameron is scares me the most. He taps into this like uh like sad boy but not the kind of sad boys i like like the kind of sad boys who are like all of these guys are like they will be my wife like they have <laughs> this really creepy like like what they expect from a wife see but molly on. you
3: never dated in your 30s and that is i mean not to speaking of just my own personal experience That was almost every date I went on, man or woman, they wanted to be married. And maybe it's just Los Angeles... And I think maybe that had something to do with it. I I, I don't know. And it was it was one of those things. It was like second date of just like yeah, I'm just thinking like six months. I'd like to be engaged. It's like whoa 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 whoa. Let's just because I'm in my thirties doesn't mean all of a sudden I'm like I want to jump into marriage. I have <laughs> to have it right now. And it was very weird. Which is I just like I could it always put me off. So I feel that that is so maybe it's not just L.A. Maybe it is something that is just you know they finally want to have the woman do- i mean i also keep mixing it up because i was just watching married at first sight as well the first <laughs> season of married at first sight and i keep confusing the people in
5: it because
3: they <laughs> it all want to like get married like the
5: same exact premise all the guys <laughs>
4: i know are a bunch of dirty hounds that had so many filthy pounds that they're just ready to be out of the game and just knowing what they're coming home to you know what i mean you just are so disgusted with your own genitalia by that point, you're just like, it's been through war. It's like Saving Private Ryan. You but know what I most mean?
5: of the boys, many <laughs> of the Saving boys... Ryan's, <laughs> <Yes, Amy laughs> Ryan's Privates. Yeah, Saving Ryan's Privates. Many work. of the many of the men, I should say, even though they are, I, I 24 is a is a is a boy, in my opinion. Uh, they're young. The boys are like young. They're like 27, 28. You well, know, poor
4: what's his name who with Jessica. Mark. Yeah, Mark. Mark. Oh, Mark. God.
5: It's Run,
4: just... Mark. Run. Run. But this is the lesson. She is the, the lesson learned. And everybody needs that. And everybody needs that at least one relationship where it's like, oh, that was the lesson I had to learn. <laughs> and now I've learned my lesson. And now I'm going to look. Now it's, you know, it's yeah. the red flag. Like he had to learn what red flags look like. Yeah. You know what I mean?
3: Yes. Yeah. And you know who didn't learn their lesson? The... World, when they were watching the movie Contagion that came out. All oh, right, I yes, think that no segway. one learned their lesson. Did anyone no watch it for it. the first time? <laughs> I just watched it. I'd never seen it before. I watched. I I was refusing to watch it primarily because Quinditt Paltrow is in it, and that is not fair of me because she is. I will say, spoiler alert, not in it very much. <laughs>
5: That's a great spoiler alert. And it is directed
4: yeah. by Steven Soderbergh, which is what I thought, and he is fantastic, of course.
3: It is, of course, a very good movie, and it's what's cool about it is that they actually had a scientific advisor for the film. Her name is Tracy McNamara, and she was brought in to make the film as scientifically realistic as they could uh, when in a supposition, uh, hypothetical situation. Now, she was brought on because she was the veterinarian at the Bronx Zoo who helped discover the West Nile virus and played a huge role in pushing the Department of Defense to investigate the disease. So that's why she was brought on because she was one of the first people to... (sighs) See that it was back. I'm very scared. <laughs> That's all I can think about. I know. Why are we doing this? This is not the time I'm Because playing. it's all I can think about, guys. Oh I don't God. want to have a lot today.
5: But you have some some uh, fun, disturbing news about how it's in- impacting the entertainment industry. Yeah. We can have a have a romp <laughs> about it. all about
4: all the sad people who didn't get to go to the thing they wanted to go to. Because and all of the, the people,
3: thing. yeah, at South by Southwest, which has now been canceled. And think of all of the, like Holden was talking about before we started recording, the young filmmakers who's now like dreams. That was actually this
4: huge and, thing and for musicians. them. Now it's all dashed. And the musicians. This is the kind of thing where you get a manager. Like, this is where you... If you get into South by Southwest, kind of like what Just for Laughs more so used to be than it is now. And South by has evolved in the same way at Just for Laughs, to be honest with you. you kind of probably already have... met, But either way, South by Southwest equals your big break. Like, it's one thing to have to cancel uh, a a tour you were planning on doing after you're already successful. But my heart just goes out to all those people who stood to gain incredible exposure at South by, you know? And I even saw headlines saying, like, because it was canceled this year, they lay, had to lay off, a, what, a third of their staff already? This yep. may be the death of South By. This cancellation. This may actually end it forever. They had to cancel that. I, what I... I there were <laughs> Elon, Musk's,
3: uh, Elon Musk also came out and said that he's like, you know what we do instead of Coachella? Let's do like a mega rave cave instead. He's like, let's get a huge cave and just put a bunch of people in it with a bunch of drugs, which I think is fun, but also how everyone dies. And... um. <laughs> Even Coachella has now been delayed, and uh, the the Cannes Film Festival it might also be canceled. We're not sure yet. Uh, all uh, like most K-pop bands have stopped touring altogether. Uh, I mean, I didn't even know. And I what I will say. The good thing that has come out of all of this fear is that I didn't know The Amazing Race was still on, but that production has been halted.
5: Good for them. <laughs> Very responsible of the incredibly longevity-fueled uh, Amazing Race show. I have not thought about that show since I was in college, I think. At Co- it was-
4: least. <laughs> it's amazing. it's like Survivor's still a thing, too. It's yeah. so absurd. It's in its
5: yeah. 33rd season. You're
3: kidding. No. Isn't that
5: ridiculous? The Amazing Race is as old as Jessica. It's <laughs>
3: and she's too old to be with that 24-year-old, and we all
5: fucking know it. We're going to face challenges when we get out into the real world. I know we will. I mean, I'm, I'm 34, i especially, 24.
3: And especially, I love, have you seen the conversation you know, where she's like, but when I'm going to be 60, you're going to be 50. And when I'm 50, you're going to be
2: 40 and she <laughs> kept doing that over it's like
4: okay we, get, we it. get it she did say I will say she did say that like they really the producers really pushed the age thing on her for whatever that's worth but
3: whatever <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't know But then all of these, I I think it's fun. So Molly had sent us the video, the the short video of, because now The View, Jeopardy, Wheel of Fortune, I'm sure most (laughs) shows that have a live studio audience are not having their studio audience for now because of coronavirus. But there's a video of Whoopi Goldberg (laughs) Saying hello to everybody at the view, even though there was nobody in the chairs, and they showed the chairs, and they showed Whoopi Goldberg, and she kept going, "Good morning, good morning, good morning" <laughs> to nobody.
5: Welcome to the view. Welcome to the view. Welcome to the view. <laughs> welcome, to the view welcome to the view. Is that what to she it, always and, does? I, I, I don't think so. I think
4: she was playing it up. I think she was, was playing no it up there. to the
5: empty chairs, but it really is dystopic. It's like it. I mean, I, she's clearly making a joke, but it looks like she's. It just looks like we've all lost our minds, right? As it we would only are all be more dystopic
4: if it was just a bunch of like robotic hers in the audience, <laughs> just a bunch of whoopies, just being like, "You are correct. We are watching a TV <laughs> oh, Welcome wall. to the view. <laughs> we are welcome. We will be talking about female woman things now for the next hour." Thank you for your
3: welcome. <laughs> um, I just also clicked on this link that was talking about how difficult it is to date right now as well because you, it really is, I going back to, I know we made the joke up top of this episode of saying like, hi, I'm Jackie. I am virus free currently as much as I think I am. It makes you think of Contagion where you have to have the bracelet of saying whether or not you've gotten the shot to like key, so that people can actually talk to you or interact with you. Mm. Um this movie it scared me. Yeah, I, know I don't was going think to. it
4: actually is a smart idea to re- to watch the movie or read the movie. Don't do either. I don't want to do either one.
3: I've also been watching pandemic on Netflix. Yeah, that's as another well. why
4: would you yeah, Bad
3: Because timing. I have said this before and I will say it forever that as part of my anxiety issues, when I get very scared of something, I need I try to learn as much about it as possible so to quell my fears, which is why I was not dealing with it for a while because I uh, am very well aware that media likes to ensue fear and ensue panic, which is why I was like, all right, I'll be fine. Everything's fine. And now that it's getting like crazier and crazier, I was like, I need to know. I need to know more about what's going on. I need to see where it's like, I, I think it's good because I've started like wiping off my phone and uh-huh. things like that because I should be doing that. And it's, but it is still scary because I still do my day to day things and you have to keep living. But I need to know what I can do to protect
4: myself. Speaking of confronting your anxieties, by the way, Ooh. this just, just hot off the presses that you sent to us. I would never want to do this in a million years, what Willow Smith is doing. Oh my
3: God, this, y'all, this is nuts. And I don't know how she's doing this. So Willow Smith is spending, as a way to bring about, to alight people to, uh, I think it's a mental illness awareness that is also getting money for a mental illness campaign as well as her debut of her new album, Anxiety.
4: She's And also to confront her own anxiety, which I yes. mean, oh God, she is putting herself in a box for 24 hours. Yes.
5: I really like both Jaden and Willow Smith. I think they're super interesting uh, young people and they have been for a long time. And when you sent this, I was like, this is like really, she she's like truly making- it weird again and I really appreciate uh-huh. that about her you know
4: which is cool yeah I think I mean I think it's a really cool thing that she's doing this I also have a feeling she's going to like maybe freak out and just be like I gotta get out of here <laughs> yeah. it actually reminds me of a story that I, I wish I was there so badly but I was not Um, in college some friends of mine put on a production this was like before I even got there put on a, some some production and one of the friends ate a, like a bunch of acid and at the end of the play the friend is like in a coffin and just in the middle of this funeral scene the guy just freaks out busts out of the coffin in front of the <laughs> lines like
0: i got to get out of here and just
4: like runs out of
3: the theater Dude, that was someone in my year too. I think it was after you left. Oh. I, I believe we were doing Marat Saad. Is that? Are you talking about that same one? I think when it's dude, a I think he had story. done mushrooms though. Uh-huh. Because he did mushrooms, and in half of the show, he was in a straitjacket. <laughs> so then, uh, like, as he's just like starting to flip the fuck out because why would you ever do mushrooms? Well not
5: only performing in a show, but also where
3: most of the show you're in a straight jacket.
5: But wait, to be fair, play the tape back. I think about 15 minutes ago you said they should give mushrooms to people who are doing reality TV. I, mean, and I you just, Oh, you said, be- Sorry, was it me? Sorry, Sorry.
3: I said that personally. I say put them in a straitjacket.
5: <laughs> well, but I'm just saying, Jackie's saying, why would you ever do that on stage? Being in a reality show is essentially like being yes. on stage. That's my only
4: point. There was another story. Although technically of,
3: Holden and I have done mushrooms and performed, and on, performed stage on stage before. So you, I, for, I would defer so, to you guys then.
4: But there was another. Another story where a guy just did a bunch of stuff the night before. I think some acid or whatever, and he he thought it would he would be over it the next day, but he didn't. And he, all of a sudden, he was like backstage about to go on as uh, Rosencrantz in a production of <laughs> Hamlet, and everybody noticed he was acting really erratically and weird. And then uh, the director of the play, his name George Judy, wonderful guy. He comes backstage, he's like, "What's going on?" And the guy just looks at him and goes, "We can do this, George. Just me and you." <laughs>
3: And George is like, "What the hell are you talking about?" George is like, "All right, I need you to get be
4: away from me right now. I need this man to be not near me right now. We need to find a replacement for Rosencrantz he so have like a southern accent? Much day. love. All right, I'm just gonna need you to be as far away from me as possible so if somebody could remove you. We can do this, George. Just me No, you and can't. you. You're Rosencrantz. <laughs> you definitely can't.
3: <laughs> Unless you're doing Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead, then that's fine. Maybe y'all can figure it out. That's so
4: funny. I, I luckily never did that. I've definitely like gotten too high and been in a sketch show. We definitely purposefully, on two different occasions, did Mushrooms. And performed at least I know I did. I don't know if you did it both times.
3: Unfortunately, I did, but that was part of the show.
4: One yeah. of yeah, that yeah, was part it's of the part show. Of the
5: show, it's different.
4: One of the th- well, and we the, we the reason why we did it twice, I think, is because we kind of had a false start the first time uh were like i <laughs> think henry like freaked out a little bit he was just like he was like couldn't figure out how to get into his next costume and and he was like we, we're done we're done it was like one sketch in and he was just like we we have to be we're done with this i, did, I an did an entire
3: it. sketch sitting on the edge of the stage out of the light because i couldn't handle how bright the light was <laughs> so i didn't interact with anyone i just sat on the edge of the stage and st- said my lines out into the audience but you know what still did it though yeah we <laughs> got through it. The, se-
4: the second time we and performed, i cried
3: it. for about three hours after it. Uh, I it like was just because I was scared of Kissel.
4: I screamed with laughter for like three hours. I, I turned into the Mad Hatter that night. That was the craziest <laughs> trip I ever been. I literally was like laughing so hard. I had no idea where I was.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.
1: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price.
0: Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.
2: When it comes to buying your first home, everyone has questions. Can we even afford to buy a house right now? Well, I need to negotiate. How do I even negotiate? Luckily,
4: a REMAX agent has answers.
2: Hey, Brian,
1: those are really good questions.
4: They are?
2: Thanks. It's my first time buying.
1: I work with first-time buyers all the time. I got you.
4: REMAX agents have more experience than other real estate agents. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Each office
0: independently owned and operated.
3: But that is, I hope that they won't be on mushrooms inside of this box because Willow Smith and her art collaborator, Tyler Cole, are doing this performance art exhibit. It's going to be, this is written up, it's going to be in the Museum of Contemporary Art in here in Los Angeles, starting, I believe, I don't know if this is today or next Wednesday... But I I really would like to see it. So they're going to be, so both of them are going to be inside of this box with one window. And then three of the other walls are going to be made with canvas so that they can draw and they're not allowed to speak to each other. They can only talk in grunts and screams. They want it to be very primal. And every three hours, they're going to shift emotions, uh, which I don't really. I don't really understand. They said they want to process their anxiety through paranoia, rage, sadness, numbness, euphoria, strong interest, compassion, and acceptance. Holden, you touch your face again. I'm I'm losing my mind. I can't
4: can't not touch my face, and it's making me fucking crazy because I'm thinking about it now, and I'm touching it more now. I'm trying well, to according to I Contagion, it you touch writ. your face
3: two, two to three thousand times a day. Is that the stat? Stop <laughs> that! It's bad.
5: You can't touch your face that much. I,
4: I will say I profusely wash my hands. I, well, maybe not profusely. but I watched my hands right before this recording.
5: My hands are absolutely crumbled to dust. There, so t- <laughs>
4: <laughs> she's got talons at this point. They're more I like a them. bird's hand than like a human hand.
5: It's very bad. Just They're one- nubs. I su- is I think. Is there a toilet in the box? Because that would give me anxiety.
3: I don't think that there is. I think so only so people are allowed to watch in 15 minute intervals, which leads me to believe that they will be able to take breaks as well as like step out if they need a minute because as someone that has a fairly high, rough anxiety disorder, I can't imagine being in that situation whatsoever. I don't think I'd be able to process it or handle it, and I think that I would have a mental breakdown inside of it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But that's fun. Like, that's like a silly thing. That's like me. That's like, Milla! Silly girl! (laughs) Silly girl can't handle
4: me in in the box! This is just the silliest, (laughs) nuttiest Episode we've ever done. There's just no <laughs> dire consequences underlying everything we're talking about. And also
5: nice. though I can't think about it fucking any anything without being like, well, what if one of the people in the box has coronavirus? Right? Maybe nothing. Maybe nothing will ever. Ha- not touch ever your face, Molly. Again. You know you want to touch <laughs> no, your face. Don't.
4: Touch it. It's itchy, isn't it? Nose is a little itchy,
5: right? <laughs> don't, really. I'm currently face, holding mom. my hands behind my back.
3: <laughs> you know. You know what's the opposite of this, Molly? I. I, want, I couldn't believe how this was tailor-made for us. Yes. That the Property Brothers, this is yes, the opposite please. of what we're doing. Property Brothers is coming out with a new show called Celebrity I.O.U. And they are going to bring on celebrities for every episode. And what they're doing, which I think is really beautiful, is that, whoop, it revolves around Hollywood A-listers expressing their deep gratitude to individuals who have had a major impact on their lives by surprising them with big and, of course, emotional home renovations. The first series, the first season of the Feel Good series will feature Brad Pitt, as well as Melissa McCarthy,
5: Michael Buble, Rebel Wilson, and Viola Davis. <laughs> Tell us so how you
3: really feel, Jackie.
5: <laughs> I already forget. What was the name of that really emotionally manipulative home show with that handsome guy? guy, you know, and he'd be like
3: Handsome Home. Uh, (laughs) Are you talking about Ty from Trading Spaces and are you talking about Move That Bus? I know it's not called Move That Bus but But I,
5: Move That that Bus? I believe it's called
4: Handsome Home by Guy Barbarious. 24
5: hour home, 24 (laughs) hour makeover what the fuck is it called? (laughs) Handsome Barbarious. is that his name? Extreme Makeover Home Edition. Home Edition, thank you. All right, Oprah. It it was very emotionally manipulative and it would be like this person is a teacher and the teachers, students had cancer, you know, it was like that <laughs> yeah. type of thing. And I feel like this takes that emotional manipulation of like a celebrity being like, I had a parent, I had a teacher. And then also it brings in the fucking property brothers who, by the way, I can't stop thinking about Damien from Love is Blind being like the fourth property brother. because right. it's, it's all in the jaw. He it's has that mouse. That jaw. But so the property brothers are combining their absolutely... um lack of charisma with the emotional manipulation of Extreme Makeover Home Edition and Brad Pitt, it is exactly a show made for us in a laboratory.
3: Oh yeah, so I can't, I'm going to watch television, but also, so it was Ty Pennington that did the Extreme Makeover show, and I also, I was obsessed with him from Trading Spaces, but did you know he also wrote a book called Life to the Extreme? How a chaotic kid became America's favorite carpenter.
5: Uh, <laughs> and that sounds chaotic, kid. What are you talking about? <laughs> sounds like garbage. I think I want to read it.
3: Modeland, by the way, just update Modeland is not going well for me. Yeah. It is <laughs> it's a sl- bit of a slog. And yeah. I, I want y'all let me know where you guys are at out there in the internet. Um, because it's the loneliest book club. I can't. um, It's difficult. (laughs) It's difficult. I've been. I just so
4: with with the just amount of. And I'm sorry, I have not started it yet. You're a bastard. But I will say, I will say, just with the amount of stuff that that article said was in the book, I just cannot believe that it could be a slog because it just seems like it throws such nonsense bullshit at you at such a
5: rate. But it really just is boring. Poorly written nonsense bullshit is still poorly written. Yeah,
3: It is fun, but it's more the kind of fun that I look up from it and want to be like, did you just see, did you, oh my God. And then I just keep reading. But when you're doing
5: it alone,
3: it's like, what am I doing to myself? Why am I doing this to me?
5: I feel bad that I haven't read it yet because people keep like, and tagging us about it on social media, and then I'm like, oh my god, I have to get Model Land and read it. And I just haven't done it yet.
3: <laughs> I just want to do the audiobook for it so badly. Yes,
5: that is what needs to happen. Cause that Holden and I can just listen to you read it. Yeah. And wouldn't that, that be I would great? Like. I
3: don't
4: I think that I would get sued
3: if I just did it on my own time, I imagine, but
4: something that was well written and I'm forcing this into the episode because you made me read this article. This mayonnaise article is
5: <laughs> <laughs>
4: ridiculously overwritten, I, but but if it wasn't overwritten, it wouldn't be interesting. But because it's so overwritten, this is of course how millennials killed the uh, how millennials killed mayonnaise by Sandy Hingston, and it's in uh, Philadelphia. What C- city life? What is? This? I just
3: want to say thank you. I believe Philly this mag? brought to my attention through Facebook. Uh, I just want to say thank you to you guys because this article is.
4: Ridiculous. Can, can I read you my favorite passage that really I think sums Please. up? How is it, over- does it
3: begin with my son, Jake, who's 25?
4: No. It's mayo. Oh, okay. Yeah, but you can read that after after mine. He's my. a
3: practical young man who works in computers and adores
4: macaroni <laughs> salad. I'm sorry, no, no, you go. The origins of this contentious condiment yes. are hotly debated. Its na- uh, is its name derived from the city of Mahan on the Balearic Island of Menorca, where the Duke de Richelieu's chef, unable to find cream for a sauce to celebrate his lordship successful siege during the Seven Years' (laughs) War (laughs) substituted um, an emulsion of eggs and oil Uh. that was one sentence or is it a bastardization of mayonnaise from the Gaelic town renowned for its tasty hams? Whatever. Either way, the dressing had crossed the Atlantic by 1838 when Chichi Manhattan restaurant Delmonico's offered both lobster and chicken, quote, mayonnaise on its menu. Mayo spread, Ha! Huh? To the more common man, after the invention of the mechanical bread slicer, just in time for sandwiches to be tucked inside brown bags and unwrapped in the lunchrooms of the nation's factories, mayonnaise at this point was still mostly handmade, whisked up by wives as needed, but the culinary Jesus. horizon was shifting.
5: <laughs> I
3: can't. The fuck is that? It's Bro. such a long article. Clearly, there's something more to this river of resentment than a miscible <laughs> mixture of eggs and oil. And it's obvious to me that this condimental divide can be traced to young folks' rejection of what they sneeringly <laughs> consider a boring white. Do you think 23andMe and MyHeritage and all those other DNA testing companies are flourishing because people want to find out that their ancestors came from Aberdeen? Hells no. They want to be from Marrakesh or Manchuria or Malawi. It's the same with condiments. Condiments. I'm not part of the elderly mayo masses. I'm turkey and Swiss on ciabatta with tzatziki, chipotle spread, and a little basil pesto. Uh, That's who I am. Damn it! My sandwich, myself. Uh, <laughs> what?
5: Uh, what? What? Uh, it's so.
4: It's long. so funny. Nothing sticks out. Mayonnaise isn't bland. It's artfully blended. It's an evocation of the era I grew up in, of the hum- homogeneity of that old, dead American dream.
5: Oh, it's- no. <laughs> Oh. It doesn't help that I don't like mayonnaise. You don't. That's and proving you're part of her thesis, problem, Molly. <laughs> I am. I am the millennial who killed mayonnaise. But Molly,
4: just because something is old and white doesn't mean it's obsolete. Look at Shakespeare. <laughs> look at me. Oh. Whoa! Oh. <laughs> that is your pretty the article, By the way, that is not easy. She so also does say that mayonnaise uh, is the Taylor Swift of condiments, which I resent. But I will say, <laughs> I I don't <laughs> love to you know I don't love to slob it on. But uh, I'm having a turkey club. I'm getting mayonnaise on that sucker. Not too much, but not too little. Enough. I mean, you all know
3: my mayo boat. You take out the middle of the bagel, make it a mayo moat. I want a bucket. I want it to have its little pocket. I want it to know that it's not only that I want mayo on it, that the mayo is welcome on my sandwich. Mm. And I think that part of that is the love I put into my food.
5: I've never recovered from, in high school, there is, a, there is a delicious, wonderful local pizza spot in my hometown of Dubuque, Iowa, that has an amazing, incredible pizza called the Taco Pizza, which is like a uh, pizza with Doritos on top, and like refried mm. beans, And uh, but they also have a BLT pizza, um, and my friend who was just a disgusting high school boy was eating the blt pizza that was like mayo just dripping down his face and he and i was like so unhappy and he knew i was unhappy so he was really playing it up and like even still to this day thinking about it however many years later i still have like a like a i still want to kind of double over Ugh. and die just thinking about the you BLT. Just, i pizza. get it
3: Hot mayo is not for everybody. Yeah. Man, I truly is understand. Truly not for everybody. I will, I
4: will say, you just gave me a memory, actually. I believe Mano, mayonnaise was involved because this was at a Wendy's. I had a big <laughs> crush on this girl named Liz, and uh, we got to leave campus for senior lunch in high school. We were seniors at the time, of course. And so I finally got her to go to lunch with me, and we went to Wendy's. And, uh, you know, I knew my numbers back in the day, right? But I got him confused. I ordered from Wendy's a number three, which at McDonald's is a, is a quarter pounder with cheese. But at Wendy's, <laughs> it is just like this triple beef patty burger. Oh, no. It was just this giant, disgusting... <laughs> And I'm trying to eat this thing and it's just falling apart all over my hands, and all over my mouth, just grease going everywhere. She's Ugh. laughing hysterically at me. At least I'm that's just good. I'm just covered in <laughs> gross mush mu- No, it was not good. Not in a good way, Jackie. It was like that way. And it was an i I'll never kiss you way. I'll never give you your first kiss way like you desperately, desperately want me to do way. And it was so tragic. So maybe the boy was having a hard time too. Maybe he had a crush and you ordered the wrong pizza. And he didn't even realize it.
5: I think he just knew he I think he was proud to be gross. He right. was the, it, was it was one of that. it was one of those, those situations but I wish
4: I was proud to be gross.
5: It's funny because I our thing we do, we would sneak off campus during lunch and go to Taco Bell and it was everything was so, you know, everything in high school is such like flirt loaded, but you're eating just really food that does not lend itself to flirting in high school. Right. No. Wendy's Taco Bell. All big
4: gross, gross. Mayonnaise food. pizza. We could have gotten, you know, if I was a little bit smarter, a little bit past my years, we would have gone and gotten some Thai. You know what I mean? I
5: guess. But I
3: always thought that it was flirting in the lunchroom to be I was always the one that if you paid me a dollar I'd eat anything. So and I thought in my brain I was like, someone's gonna see this and be like, Wow, she will eat anything. I wanna go on a
4: date with her. What What was maybe one of the grosser things you ate?
3: You know, people would make the mixtures, uh, and then I would eat it. You know, when them's like, you don't even know what it's in, and then you like, uh, hit, like, a chunk. And you're like, oh, this uh, is, like, it's slightly viscous, but I think I can
5: get it down. And then
3: you swallow a chunk of something, feeling, you're like, I don't know what it was. Uh, oh, the feeling
5: of just coming back from watching the boy eat the hot pizza, the hot mayo pizza. It's a, well, you <laughs> it's know, it never got, got me any
3: dates, so take a tip from old Jackster here. Uh, yeah, I, but you know what? I made a couple of dollars back
4: in that day. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> cro- maybe coronavirus did. is just the revenge that we all set ourselves up for by eating the gross foods and being generally so disgusting back when we were maybe
3: (laughs) but you know who's never been disgusting in her 75 years alive One Miss Dolly Parton. So Ah. I did go down a little bit of a, a, I mean, this is a forever warm time for me is just watching Dolly Parton videos and just remembering the good things about being alive. And I (laughs) just put a smile on my face because she was asked on 60 Minutes Australia uh, last week if she was planning on retiring anytime soon. And her answer was, well, I don't plan to retire. I just turned 74. I plan to be on the cover of Playboy magazine again. So what she's doing is that she's trying to get on the cover of Playboy magazine again for her 75th birthday. And how awesome is that? My favorite part, is that they show the picture and she was wearing these sequined pink cuffs and a collar and a white bow tie and a low cut black corset top and with the black bunny ears and apparently she thinks she can fit into the same exact outfit which I bet she could and can you imagine that? Being able to she was 32 and being able to wear what I'm wearing now at 75? No way.
5: Unbelievable. yeah No way. I feel like her and Jane Fonda are really reinventing what it means to be a hot elder and I think it's terrific. Oh my god, Jane Fonda is just impeccable. The, I, the most bangable eighty plus that is whoop. out there. Absolutely.
4: And just so many good and then you sent these Dollyisms out. And I love these so much.
3: I was trying to put a smile on my face uh, because Dolly Parton just has, especially if you don't follow her on social media, please do because she's always putting out great things of just like, I know that girl. And she's like her holding her guitar in front of a picture, uh, like a huge picture of her from like when she was in her 20s. I just love, she's such a delight. She's such a, it seems... And every person that has interacted with her does over-exaggeratingly say, not over-exaggeratingly say, that she is one of the nicest people you will ever meet.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, there's so many great uh, little like w- lessons of encouragement here. I love this one. I don't like to be like everybody else. I've often made that, the statement that I'd never stoop so low as to be fashionable. That's the easiest thing in the world to do. Which I so love And she's just all about Standing out And being herself And having a sense of humor About herself I, mm. I I don't think I can ever Truly enjoy a celebrity Unless they have Some amount of a sense of humor About themselves Yeah
3: Oh yeah I mean Well one of her She says My weaknesses have always been Food and men In that order Which girl I hear you.
5: <laughs>
3: <laughs> just keeping it real. If I see something sagging, bagging, or dragging, I'm gonna have it nipped, tucked, or sucked. <laughs> oh, she is steel magnolias. You know, it's, it makes so much sense that she was in it. Mm-hmm.
5: It's so awesome that her thing is like, yeah, I'm hot. Yeah, I have a bunch of plastic surgery. Yeah, like, f- like, if you have, she's just like, I feel like because it's like all these other women, it's like, oh, if they had work done. Right. And she's just like, yeah, I've had work done. Of course I've had work done. Like, fucking deal with it. And it's just so refreshing.
3: Which also, it just makes, it's same with Jane Fonda, too, was very open about the work that she's had done. She has said that she's not going to get any more work done at this point. Which also, her body, her choice, do whatever you want. But what you she has had done, didn't make her look like an alien or anything. Right. Yeah. So I think that, I think it's something about being very open with what you are doing with yourself. If you want to be that keeps you on a level of just like well i'm not gonna go too far because i'm not trying to hide it or pretend that i'm way younger than i actually am like i'm not gonna start blinking my own lips
4: right it's when it it's when it starts to edge into addiction that it gets a little but as far as addictions go it's still probably the less harmful avenue than like so many other addictions you could have you know what i mean
5: yeah yeah, and like I don't know why you know. we have like different reactions to different people getting work. Right. Like, I feel like when Megan Fox like couldn't wrinkle her forehead, uh-huh. there was like such a there's like a different reaction to that than Dolly Parton. And I guess it's just because Dolly Parton is just so open about it. Owns She's just it. like, yeah, I'm not. This is not something that I'm like with hiding. This is just who I. Joan Rivers, I
4: mean, was right. such a funny. Do, can you get, do you want to give us the anecdote from Pop History when they tried to have an intervention with Joan Rivers for her plastic surgery? Oh my
3: God! So her daughter <laughs> Melissa Rivers had brought a bunch of her like her friends and Joan's friends together to talk to her about how much plastic surgery she was having she's like okay she's like um if I offered to pay for all of you guys to get something done get a little nip get whatever you want done you're saying you wouldn't do it and they're like well no 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 it's like what if I did that, and she paid for all of them to get something done? I'm like everyone wants to better
4: themselves a little <laughs> that bit.
3: Little That's so nice.
4: <laughs> just to get them to stop having an intervention with her. That's awesome.
5: A little stocking just... stuffer. If you could get one thing done, what would it be? Get Ooh, it good done. Question.
4: I don't even know. Maybe I'd get my ass. Tightened? tightened, Or would you want it bigger? Maybe tummy tuck. I feel like my beer <laughs> belly is the thing that bugs me right now.
3: So you want to get liposuction
4: tummy tuck? I guess. Yeah, I guess I'd probably do that because I don't really have a pro. I don't think, I think I'm a beautiful boy. I think you I'm shiny You are shining a beautiful enough. boy. I'm a beautiful Thank boy. you. Beautiful, 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 beautiful hold hold I think that I'm a beautiful boy with lots of love to give. I just don't know where to put it. Magnolia? I love
3: a good Mr. Holland's Opus reference. You know, I think about Mr. Holland's Opus way too often. Often. I literally just thought about asshole. It means asshole. It means asshole. That's part of Mr. Holland's opus. It's like, you know, it's like a thing in it. Which I feel like people, I don't know why I've seen Mr. Holland's opus. I'm going to say 20 plus times. You know what but. it was?
4: I know exactly why we did. Because that it came out right at the time when you were a bored-as-fuck teenager and you had nothing better to do than to just like go see the same movie in the theater for the third time even though you didn't even really like it that much. But like you just like... Maybe I'll get to make out while watching it this time, or at least get out of my house. My parents are screaming at each other. You know what I mean? That's how
5: I ended up seeing what's the movie I saw twice in the theaters? Uh, Pay it forward. Oh. also, oh, yeah, I feel that like Mr. Tragic. Holland's Opus is one of those movies that was always on TV uh-huh. on like, uh, after school times and Saturdays, which is how I ended up seeing Stepmom probably upwards of 15 <laughs> times. Oh, right.
3: so many times <laughs> I would watch Stepmom. And also, I, I would get so angry because he, in Mr. Holland's Opus, he falls in love with that young girl whose name is Rowena, and he write Rowena's theme in it for her, and Henry used to call me Weena when I was a kid. I'm like, stop, I'm not. And he's like, Weena. Weena, it's Weena's theme and I hated it when he called me Weena. Yeah, it's,
4: it's interesting how much emotional abuse Jackie suffered at the hands of her
3: brother. <laughs> I like bringing it up. Well, he just forced me to do this <laughs> a, a show with him for the last podcast Patreon called Good Pud and Ugh. he forced me to, to answer questions to be able to eat this pudding that he purchased and then we ate a bunch of pudding. And
4: I all I heard, all I saw online the next day were people just being like, I shouldn't have listened to that while I was hungover. I just just wanted to throw up it made me so sick to my I stomach I saw that
5: too I was like oh no what happened <laughs> it's just the
4: sounds of the Zabrowski siblings slurping
5: on pu- fucking pudding this is the second that's, mention of you eating viscous things that's this, the quality, this episode that's the quality <laughs> content we're giving to the listeners of LPN just I have pudding a, slurps I have, it
3: will be on the page 7 Patreon soon too so don't worry you'll everyone will get to hear it Yeah, and tomorrow, I'm a
5: texture person so that uh, mayo and, and pudding honestly in the same category for me of like no thank you and well, that's gonna, why
3: I was upset, because one of the things he gave me was a flan and not a pudding, and I don't like the texture of a flan.
4: I
5: don't I mean either.
4: And I will uh, get some Chipotle later, and then take a big dirty shit and record it, <laughs> and then you can hear that on Patreon, just $5 a month.
3: Oh, <gasps> that's oh, yuck.
4: Oh, just my <laughs> grunting, because that apparently is where we're headed with this now. No,
3: I feel like you take very quiet, shameful
4: I try. Oops. Well, it's New York living, man. I don't know if you guys have a system or if it re- or if maybe you have a bathroom that's more hidden than ours, but I have to throw on some, like, some Spotify music or something. You know what I mean? I just throw something on. She knows when I'm doing a two.
5: Yeah, you got to try to get some white noise going. In yeah. high school, I used to turn on the hand dryer. Uh,
4: well, I miss fans in the bathrooms.
5: That's what you used to have. Yeah. You had a fan.
4: Yeah. F- a flip a switch. Not only does it suck out the stink smell. We don't need to get into this, but the
5: noise, (laughs)
4: uh, you know, gives you that We don't need to get into this. Yeah, please, people don't need to hear about that.
3: I think that it's cedar. When I first moved into the home that I live in now, and it's crazy, I believe that the wood is cedar. We have wood in our bathroom that you light afterwards, and it is better than any, like, Poopery, for Febreze, like anything else. It's this piece of wood that makes it smell so good. And I think that it's cedar. Mm. And it's, I was just like, why don't more people do this? It's so smart.
5: Every time you talk about your life in LA, it just sounds so much like materially nicer than right. our life. You're like, oh, my like open window is like right near a lemon tree. Uh-huh. And we have this cedar in our bathroom. Uh-huh. Like it just sounds like a life of like material luxury. But Molly, doesn't it just sound so like,
3: you're right it is boring to live a life that I referred to my life in LA as I think that living in LA is 20% easier than living in New York but
4: it doesn't sound very keeping it real and I think over here we've got a little bit more keeping it real that's
3: right. You know I'm, I'm not as miserable all the time and definitely like there are things where I'm like, I wish this was harder to get done. Like my laundry <laughs> or like grocery shopping, you know.
5: Yeah, we're keeping it real over here, yeah. especially with the global pandemic. Yes. Sharon Careful. Everyone be careful, Everyone be careful in
3: the public transportation. Make sure that you're washing your hands and you're using
4: the hand sanitizer. Fine. I guess I'll stop playing Cough on the Boy. That is my favorite thing to do on Fridays. <laughs> Just go around and cough. find a boy and cough on the boy. Cough on a boy. <laughs> Ugh, I hate how I've had to change. My my life's all topsy-turvy
5: now. It's hard to make. Business as usual has to come to a halt, and Cough on the Boy has to be the first casual. <laughs> the casualty. first to go. Really should
4: have gone a long time ago. I've almost got arrested several times. <laughs> You're about to buy I'm about to be the
3: boy in the bubble over here be like (laughs) I think that you should because also I believe it's the 25th anniversary of the movie Outbreak as well which let's go ahead and say it we all know it's not as scientifically proven as Contagion is and um, it doesn't hold up as well but I mean it's Dustin Hoffman and Rene Russo how do you say no?
5: Okay. I'm not gonna watch it, so you can't tell me on it right now. No way I No, I'm I won't.
3: It. I don't I don't think you should watch it. Not with the little babies at home. It's very scary because it makes you not want to touch anything Are or we, like even look at anyone. I love <laughs> this fun pop culture podcast. I I'm love how sorry, fun it is. I'm scared, I, love okay? fun it is I love how fun it is, Jaggy.
4: I love how fun to show it. Down with the sickness. No! Down I'm with the sickness. With the wellness. Up with
3: the wellness. Everything. Up with the wellness. I think. Up with the wellness. All <laughs> right. You want to start singing? Up
4: with the wellness. Yes. Now. Up with uh, the wellness. Off. Now put your hands on your face and rub <laughs> them all over the place. Now put no. your hands on your face.
3: <laughs> right. I was singing this during, while we were watching Contagion last night. I just kept singing. People all over the world, wash your hands. Because right. it's a death train. A death train. <laughs> death <laughs> train. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> um, Death Train, Choo Choos coming through and it's not fun. But you know what we can do that that is fun? It's the list. Oh, Oh, who's who's on the the list? list? Jackie, Jackie gotta have that that list. list. We are going down. This is for you, Molly, because we didn't get to talk about Kid Nation, but man, we are going to talk about it even further next week because we are talking about TV's wildest dating show concepts. Because I've been going, because after Married at First Sight, I uh, have really been going down quite a... A bit of a hole as of late. <laughs> so, wildest TV dating shows. We are starting with Who Wants to Marry a Multimillionaire that came out in the year 2000. This notorious stunt will forever live on in the annals of reality TV infamy. In a one-off primetime special, 50 women competed to say, I do, to a multi millionaire quotes, they had never met. Darva Conger ultimately won, quotes, the right to marry Rick Rockwell. But soon after, his net worth came into question and past allegations of domestic violence surfaced. Oh, Jesus. Conger quickly got the marriage annulled and Fox never aired another edition. Why well, don't... I don't understand these things. We watch these television shows. Everything else we do in our lives, we have like 20 background checks to get anything done. And this is also... This is a problem on 90 Day Fiancé currently why are there not background checks on on the people that are on reality shows? Why is that outside? Like, even if you are on just a regular television show, you have background checks. You're even, your health is even looked into to make sure that you are healthy enough to be covered by on-set film insurance so why are there no background checks well
4: I... this was the wild west we're talking about the year 2000 and i just think that it was a little bit crazy a little bit looser absolute back- That's
5: frontier fine, but of reality tv shows yeah yeah the fact that it's still happening is a very good point but right this was I, I think i remember who wants to marry a multi-millionaire because this was the last time i sat down and watched reality tv it was joe millionaire time yeah mm-hmm. who wants to marry a multi-millionaire it's so fun multi-millionaire now was yeah. like Feel like that's Which like not even not, that yeah. impressive, yeah, yeah. like in our society.
4: Yeah, yeah. Same with um, what was it? Ten thousand dollars for winning the circle. And I was just thinking. I was yeah. just like, that's fucking. That's nothing, nothing especially <laughs> with the taxes that get taken out of. That's yeah. nothing.
3: That's barely worth your time. Yeah. But it, it just makes me think. Makes me think of Ninety Day Fiance because currently Molly, I don't know if you're aware of this, but on Ninety Day Fiance before the ninety days, there's a person that is allegedly has many counts of very bad things against him that is on the show, so there's a petition online to try and get him kicked off the show because he has apparently, it's like, uh, allegations of kidnapping, what? rape, abuse, the, sexual abuse, like all these, It's I, and I don't know if it's true, or Not the internet does not know yet, but he's coming out and being like, my past is my past, and that was my past, like, no, 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 no 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 no! that's not your past that's we should know these things anyway wow do you guys remember date my mom because i did watch this television show which is why I wanted to do this list. It is date my mom. The premise of this one is right there in the title, folks. Contestants went on three separate dates with three mothers who tried to get the contestants to choose their age appropriate son or daughter sight unseen. So you had to date the mother to see
4: if you wanted to date their child.
3: Oh, that yeah. is a
5: great idea.
4: I remember it, but I don't think I watched much of it. it I would
3: absolutely watch that though. I would mm-hmm. love to try and find it again. It's uh, it's from MTV and it was on. But which also makes sense. Sense between 2004 and 2000, 2006, which is the end of my high school experience, was when I was really doubling down on any kind of reality show I could find. And also, Molly, I had never actually seen the masks from Mr. <laughs> Personality uh-huh. before. And they
5: are bad. we're going
3: to have to include this in some of our social media. Uh, <laughs> Representation of this list this week because they are scary. They're uh-huh. like so gladiator scary. masks. The only thing that's showing the, is their mouth and their chin. So at least you can see if they have a flavor saver or not because honestly, <laughs> I see <a> flavor <laughs> saver. I'm out personally.
5: I've never heard it called a flavor saver. <laughs> yeah, you go down,
3: lick down there, see what else is going
5: on. <laughs> Yeah, the Mr. Personality masks are crucial. Every time in Love is Blind when they say this experiment has never been done before, I always want to say, but it has been. In Mr. Personality. Although you can see the woman. You can at least confirm that the woman was hot in Mr. Personality. You can, you can yes.
4: see the woman and you can see the person's build. You can their see the body. yes, legs. yeah, you
3: know. And their eyes, which I feel like
4: is a big yeah. part of it too.
3: Windows of the Soul. (laughs) This one kind of piques my interest. It's called Chains of Love. This short-lived effort took its title maybe a little too literally. A dater was actually chained at the ankles to four prospective matches for four consecutive days, eliminating the least compatible matches one at a time. The bizarre S and M concept made it an instant lightning rod for criticism, and it was pulled after just six episodes. But it did feature a lockmaster who put the chain in a ritual room. Maybe it just needed to air in a post fifty shades world. I'd watch Mm. the hell out of this. Yeah, absolutely would watch.
4: I do remember Shame the him. next one, which is Temptation Island. This
5: is from like oh, last God. spring, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
4: 2019. What well, came the present. back? and fox yeah 2001 to 2003 oh. initially yeah
5: i knew it looked familiar i was watching the commercials for this like last spring and i was like wait a minute what, i remember this
4: what a evil evil show it's
5: just a bunch of hot people on an island and they try to get them to cheat right <laughs> yeah with yes. like cuz there's
4: sexy singles inhabiting the island as well
5: it's a horrible
3: concept <laughs> for- <laughs> <It's> so evil <laughs> it's i've never so actually watched it because i do i am again i do have some Morals when it comes to watching reality television shows. And I think that is a little almost a little too evil for me. The same with I'm gonna say 45% of the TLC channel. There's a lot of things that I think is a little uh I think it's a little gross of how they uh get into people's lives and what they do to them.
4: But then there are shows like the show Baggage. Okay, yeah, what is baggage? Because I want to talk about the littlest groom, which is after that as well. Okay, so what is baggage?
3: Oh, we're oh no. Baggage. <laughs> This, is that what you guys were just making the face of? I thought you guys were making the face at what I was saying about no, TLC showing oh, no no but what you're
5: saying about TLC goes hand in hand with this picture yes. I was like I thought I was being this.
3: I was like no I'm very I get I, even I get upset about these things <laughs> no, baggage show is, is this guilty pleasure bad. believed in ripping off the band-aid right away letting daters know what their potential partner's most embarrassing secrets or pieces of quote baggage were before they made their choice like say I eat whole sticks of butter which is the one that is the picture, and that's why I needed to talk about this. And, of course, their baggage was represented by literal pieces of luggage. Hey, it was hosted by Jerry Springer, so no one would ever accuse it of being subtle.
5: It ran for five years. Wow.
3: Five years. Man, I will say I miss that about being at my parents' house, who have have every channel under the sun, and the Game Show Network has some weird shit on it, like the show Baggage. But I guess we need to, this is the the, the a very upset face that Molly and Holden were making <laughs> about the show, I'm assuming, The Littlest Groom. Yeah. Which Able is a
5: warning <laughs> yeah. uh, for this discussion. Wow. Jesus Lord <laughs> Almighty.
3: Oh. Let's be thankful we now live in an era where an offensively ill-conceived show like this would never see the light of day, which is not true. Again, look at the TLC channel. Fox, of course it was Fox, took dwarf Glenn Foster and matched him up with both women of his height and average-sized women in a Bachelor-style competition for his heart. It only ran for two episodes after someone apparently came to their senses. <laughs>
5: Think about what a waste of money to produce this show. Right. H- hire all the people, do all the casting, run it for two episodes, and then have somebody be like, oh, you know what? This is absolutely atrociously offensive. Right. Uh, let's pull the plug like we could have think about what we could have done with that money i
4: love that it only ran for two episodes
5: like even in 2004 when everything was worse but politically you know, people were like oh i don't know if we should do this but you
4: know everybody on board thought it was both hilarious and incredibly creative oh yeah and it wasn't until the first episode aired the and the and there was blowback probably from many organizations <laughs> just many human rights groups and things and they're like oh but it's like, wait but he's okay with it. it's like well that's not that oh, doesn't. I can see the president of Fox being like so you're telling me humans feel these feelings yes that's what we're telling you they feel happy they feel sad you can make them feel marginalized you can make them feel bad and these feelings they are bad you're, wait, 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 you're, you're telling me you're telling me that this
5: makes us look like absolute assholes <laughs> <What>? yes <laughs> that's what it. I'm telling you that's what I'm telling you. Can I please, sir?
4: Can I take the dog costume off? Can I please be also be treated like a normal human being? Just because I'm your assistant.
3: I think the littlest groom is the last one we are going to cover on this list because I I don't know. Is it getting darker in list? here? List what
4: list? I can't see the list. All of a sudden. Oh God! The fuck can I see the list? I'm clicking. I'm I'm look. Oh my God! Oh, wow, wow. Is this some side <laughs> effect from some pandemic? I think I'm
5: oh. going blind. I don't
4: know items we, uh,
3: can't we can't see, see him. Him. Oh, it's just scary in these times yes it's scary
4: yes and these will terrify you <laughs> no. this this a-list actress slash director who all of you know tried really hard to land the directing gig for this long long awaited sequel to a haunted holiday favorite an executive from the studio in an accidental reply all email said there was no way a woman was getting the gig so it is a female woman. She's a director. She was an actress first, and then she became more of a director. Has too many kids, arguably.
5: Angelina, Angelina Jolie. And, and
4: what is the Haunted Holiday Jacket. favorite?
5: Uh, Scrooge?
4: No. Haunted, uh, well, it's a Halloween Obviously, Haunted Halloween. I love that you said a Christmas haunted
5: movie.
3: I, I immediately was thinking a scary Christmas movie. I was thinking scary
5: Christmas.
4: Think of a movie. It's for kids. Everybody, it's kind of Nightmare become, Before Christmas? No, it's become a cult classic, I think more so. Hocus a, Pocus. Yes, Hocus Pocus 2. Variety announced that Adam Shankman will direct it and is currently in pre-production on Disney's Enchanted sequel titled Disenchanted, which will be coming out on Disney+. Plus. Uh, Shankman also did 2007's Hairspray and he did choreography on films like The Wedding Planner and Buffy the Vampire Slayer. But apparently an exec said a woman's not getting Which, by the way, if I would have, I don't know, one of the movies I would definitely want a female director on would be Hocus Pocus too. So I don't really understand that. It's like such a female driven thing.
5: Yeah, (laughs) that like women love. But then is it
3: definitely going to happen?
4: I guess, yeah. Variety announced that he will direct it.
3: I just, I I already am not sure if we need a sequel to Hocus Pocus.
4: And I don't think any of the OG stars have confirmed, by the Uh way. And so that's another thing. If they
3: get all three of them, I'll watch the fuck out of it. Right. That is for sure.
4: But I highly doubt they will.
5: No, 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 no. Why do I,
4: yeah, why do I super doubt that they will?
5: No, these 90s reboots, they're always missing at least one person. Think about Fuller House. Yeah,
4: I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Well,
5: I hope the terror from that first blind item hath
4: not made you go mad. Here is the second one. (laughs) Try not to deceive your own mind. I don't want to. (laughs) As I have been telling you for some time, this A-list singer slash network reality host was done with her boyfriend cheating and essentially the two split before discovering the life event. The singer confirmed a lot of that. Life event, recently big uh, She confirmed this life event Singer, big clue is network reality host
5: Christina Aguilera?
4: No, but close-ish
3: Jessica Simpson
4: No, Alicia never mind, Keys. different time A little bit late after that, that time
3: After that time period, yeah. reality show host Is it the, the, the shoe,
4: I'll just say one word Shoes
3: She's got them, huh? Mm. She's got shoes Or, well, <laughs> sandals Oh, Katy Perry. Yes, Uh. Katy Perry and Orlando Bloom. (laughs) Shoes was very bad, but I get it.
4: (laughs) Last week, Perry revealed her baby bump in a music video, which I saw, I enjoyed, uh, for her song Never Worn White, Mm. Uh, and that was kind of how she revealed it. Maybe a little tacky, but whatever. I don't know. It's kind of cool.
3: Yeah. Yeah, you know.
4: And in an interview with Ryan Seacrest, she recently said some things that allude to the friction. Uh, literally saying friction. That's probably why I said the word friction. She said, "There's a lot of friction between my. Par- <laughs> she she <laughs> I alluded I hate
5: to the friction by saying, saying the word saying friction.
4: friction right. There's a lot of friction between my partner and I. But you know, I, I uh, you know, she alluded to her scuffle mups. <laughs> there you go. There it is. By saying, "There's a lot of friction between my partner and I. But that friction breeds something beautiful. And also, she said that they quote. Get down to the mat and come back every time, which just sounds like they fight really uh, meanly and badly. Uh, so I think there might be some tension going on there. She but got then they got a pregnant, type. so now they have to double down.
5: Orlando Bloom is like a is like a if you took Russell Brand and then like put like redrew like the same artist like redrew like the same character but like revised him a little bit and made him right. Better. Right. Yeah,
3: pretty much. In fact, even Russell Brand just had a, he, I think he was almost kicked off of a flight because he had a tantrum on a flight, which, love it when just a full-grown human being has a tantrum <laughs> in public yeah. because they're not getting what they want.
4: Especially on a flight. It is just the fucking dumbest place to freak out. Yeah. That is literally, like, you will end up on a no-fly list. You will <laughs> That will ruin your life. If you end up on a no-fly list.
3: Dude, I watched this viral video of a, I think she was like 11 or 12, that this family took her phone away, and she had a complete, like, violent meltdown wow. because her mother took her phone away, and I was just like, I can't even imagine. By the way, people, imagine.
4: people having meltdowns on airplanes, one of my favorite public freakout type videos.
3: Unless uh, you're on the plane, though, because no, no, then no. it's terrifying.
4: Watch. Yeah, to watch, not to be a part of, but- just am endlessly fascinated by people who have the fucking gall to flip out on a plane but usually there's like uh, i think it's a lot of just alcohol mixed with like xanax stuff
5: yeah you people know what are i mean or taking
4: some sleeping pills or something and then they didn't go to sleep you know what i mean and they're just like completely out of their minds with it, <laughs> um But it is fun to watch someone get dragged off play and just be
5: like, ah! Ah!"
3: (laughs) (laughs) You just love public.
4: I love them so much. I love them so much. Uh, So here is your final one. Prepare your soul for it may burn in the fires of deceit.
3: I don't want that.
4: I know It's actually not that bad at all
1: Oh okay that's cool
4: Has anyone told The foreign born B-list singer Who is pregnant That LSD counts As a drug When you are pregnant
5: Foreign born What list
4: She is pregnant High profile She's a A, singer It said B-list I think she's closer to a list at this is it point. grimes yes and I, and and by the way i'm you didn't bring it up but i actually also read that article before you even sent it about her her uh pregnancy diet which we will talk about but yes grimes and elon musk um uh who is her the father of the baby she recently shared her pregnancy diet with harper's bazaar which includes 39 nine dollar caffeinated cubes called go cubes and also, quote, I make this thing called butter toast, which is where I melt a stick of butter on a plate, and then I put toast, and then uh, turn the toast over so the toast is completely saturated in butter. Then I put a little bit of jam on it and eat that. It's actually incredible. And then there's also a recipe she makes that she calls sludge in which <laughs> she takes a... This episode
5: has been awful it's for awful. our description of
4: yeah of food. <laughs>
5: <In> <laughs> A of she- viscosity I'm in sorry. this episode. In which she-,
4: she takes a, t- a, quote, a ton of Vegenase, and you take a ton of sriracha and mix it with uh, chopped vegetables and that's sludge and uh, so what do you think Molly should uh, could you take LSD while pregnant and be okay Uh...
5: would you recommend it I well this is our public health episode um, and so I'm going to say I'm going to go ahead and say that's a no from me dog about the LSD <laughs>
4: well blind items are done and I hope you had fun now let's all go outside into the sun and maybe get sick but no. we'll still be okay in the end no. maybe not though there will be casualties to total it's come 100%. out it's a
3: pandemic it's a pandemic it is in multiple countries uh, it is not stopped it is it's a pandemic um, I hope that, you know, maybe the show alleviated some fears. Yeah, I bet it did. I really bet
4: when they put on the fun pop culture podcast to get their mind off of maybe some things going on right now. I bet that's exactly what
3: they I'm were sorry, screaming I'm sorry, guys. For. My
5: anxiety can't allow me to not talk about it. Maybe we at least could distract you with just disgusting descriptions of food for <laughs> yeah. the hour. You'll never want to eat again
4: and then that'll be, the you'll focus on how hungry you are, <laughs> but you'll never want to eat because you're so disgusted in food in general.
5: It's okay. Even in the In this world, even pop culture, we're all interconnected. Even this virus is interacting with pop culture, so we can't leave it out completely. Yes, exactly.
3: Thank you, Molly, for not virus shaming me the way that Holden (laughs) has been doing. I'm, I'm sick. Shamed. He's touching his face. Oh, he's touching his face. (laughs) Molly, get out of the room. He's touching his face. We love you guys. (laughs) Stay safe out there. Keep clean, we're gonna get through this,
4: just like,
3: what was that, David Gray? I'm gonna get through this. I'm gonna get through this, from that song?
4: <laughs> no, you get nothing from us on that,
3: David Gray.
4: That's uh, the most generic man's name I could think of, and then the most generic pop song hook I Daniel could ever think of. Daniel
3: Bedingfield, thank you very much. What? And just pop on some Daniel Bedingfield, it's a real song. <laughs>
0: I I think
4: that would make me want to jump off a bridge Which would at least alleviate any concern about the virus
3: You're welcome My name is Jackie Zabrowski. Thank you guys for listening today And I hope that you sanitize your earbuds after you listen to this Just in case we don't know what's in our ears And you can follow me on Instagram at jackthatworm
4: My name's Hilda McNeely and I say everybody go out there and do the monster mash And while you're doing that monster mash uh, uh, check us out twitch.tv forward slash hold so but more importantly patreon.com forward slash page seven podcast for just five dollars a month you get weekly bonus episodes come give us your support your love your feelings
5: Molly my name is Molly duffel I'm mjkl cat on IG we
3: love you guys be safe we'll talk to you next week bye bye, bye.
2: This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors, you can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Filet-O-Fish Sandwich all day.
2: That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply.